another episode of All-22 this week as we lead up to week two of the NFL season. I'm Frank Curtis here along with Kelly Dawson. We're just going to dive right in um, so we can be your source for week two action. Um, and now that football is back, I know we just talked about this. Like, I'm glad high school football is playing. I have no desire to watch college. Very excited about the NFL. And that's, I don't know if that's like me just being biased and affirming like my own morals and making me feel better about myself. But either way, I'm very happy. Um, that I'm not like having to actively like say don't watch college football like I just don't have a desire to it's kind of fun um <laughs> but looking into all that being said I think tomorrow's slate in the NFL is actually pretty intriguing quite a few uh quite a few good games uh quite a few quote-unquote elimination games gonna be some good teams that go to 0-2 tomorrow mm-hmm. um <clears throat> so we're gonna dive into that a little bit first off we just want to acknowledge and take away uh or rather review week one takeaways and for me I think a lot of things we talked about, like in the preseason, previews leading up to things, um, kind of kind of bear itself out in some ways last week. Uh, the biggest thing I was always sort of on the train of is consistency. You know, the teams who had sort of continuity, rather, let's go with continuity. Teams who had continuity at important positions, quarterback, head coach, coordinator, so on and so forth, uh, were just going to be light years ahead of like other teams. Now, in the case of like your Cowboys, I, I thought they would be able to actually overcome it. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but the biggest, the, the, the biggest takeaway for me from that, I think, is like Baltimore. Um, because now this being Saturday, we saw Cleveland uh, in the way that offense was churning um, Thursday night against Cincinnati. And like, look, you know, the, the Bengals aren't the Ravens, so I get it. But, you know, I, we talked about this. I don't think Cincinnati is – is awful either, especially defensively. That offensive line is still bad. We talked about that a lot. But um, Baltimore just came out and just looked so utterly dominant from start mm-hmm. to finish. Even other teams, right? The Packers beat the Vikings, but that game was closer than the highlights want you to believe. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, Baltimore, I think, from week one was the was the the lone sort of like really dominant team um, on both on both sides of the football. Uh, and so you saw the sore, you saw that bear itself out. Um, every other game was seemingly close, to be totally honest. The only other game that was even near sort of that blowout status was Seattle and Atlanta. Um, and, you know, Atlanta may you know, had a couple turnovers, made some bad decisions on fourth down, usual for Atlanta. Uh, so I think there was, there's, there's something to be made from Baltimore's week one blowout performance is that they brought back quarterback, head coach, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, it's no surprise, I think, that they're already churning. Yeah, I agree. Um, and for one, I think Cleveland's going to Cleveland. When, when, and when it's all said and done, they're going to Cleveland. You're not believing like, in the Browns, man. Like, I mean, like you said, they <laughs> literally dominated. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't a game at any point. At any point. Of that game. And then you see Thursday night, you're like, okay, well – if Stefanski was a smart coach, uh, NFL stands for not for long. So if he was a smart coach, he would just say, you know what? Baker isn't going to lead this team to the playoffs. Let's Mm. just run the, run the ball Mm. and play off or play action off of those two good backs. They got two, they got one of the best tandems in the league. Oh, without question. Just play off that man, play action. Uh, even though, like, the Odell touchdowns are a stuttering goal, <laughs> he still hasn't – I want to say he still hasn't gotten open. But that 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 chemistry isn't there. Mm. 
anybody can any you're gonna get beat on a double move sometimes. So uh, I think it was like a 40 yard pass or whatever. I don't put that like I don't take that into account where it's like okay now they have chemistry now they're on the same page. Corner just got beat on a double move and it was one on one. So you know every other catch he made was across the middle. Like it was there's no chemistry there still. So their best bet is to run the ball. <laughs> run the ball first. Let Baker pass no more than 25 times a game. If he gets over that, they're going to lose. Joe Burrow threw 61 times. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. 61 times. So, yeah, um, yeah, that was the only um, pretty much lopsided game. Even though the, the Washington football team, <laughs> they oh, came yeah. back from 17 down. Um, Wentz just timely turnovers, man. Uh, it's happening turnover, already. Turnovers matter more about when they happen. And yeah. that's coming from a coach and former player. So yeah. you're up 17-0, you throw one. Okay, you know, I don't think Washington scored on that possession. I don't think they scored a touchdown. But I'm not sure. You throw another one, same type, and then they got they just got it rolling. You mm-hmm. you can't give bad teams confidence. <laughs> mm-hmm. Down 17-0, I don't care. High school football, high school, college, or the NFL, that team on the other side of the ball is going to lose uh, – other side of the field is going to lose some confidence. Yeah. Hey, let that team back in. But uh, much to like you said, and like we mentioned, you know, pretty much all summer, the teams who already had coaches in place pretty much had their quarterback in place and <clears throat> their, 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 their core pieces around them, they were probably going to do well. Mm-hmm. All right? Um, my takeaway from um, I was going to get to the I was going to say something about the Cowboys, but we'll wait. Oh, <laughs> um, my takeaway from week one is I am glad that they are now calling offensive pass interference. <laughs> oh so my goodness! This, this you can you can make whatever argument, but I think Jalen Ramsey tweeted out a photo and he was like, "In no league can you do this." So this this is my thing. Hand, hand fighting is going to happen every play, especially on D-balls. Um, typically, when you're hand fighting the corner or the, the DB gets called. Jalen Ramsey does hook. Uh, if you go back and look at it, he hooks. Uh, who's the oh, receiver? Yeah. That's he, all, hooks yeah. the, he hooks the arm. My thing about that entire thing, and we could, and Jalen said the same thing, if there's no extension of the arm, there's no hook. <laughs> So if there's no extension of the arm, there's no hook, there's no phantom or what some people say a phantom offense pass interference call. And if you're if you ever been in that position as a DB, I don't care who I don't care if you're running the uh if you're guarding Cole Beasley. If you push, if somebody pushes you, you're running full speed and they push you back, you're gonna, you know, he flopped at the end, don't get me wrong. He he sold it. Oh, he's a flopper. Yeah. He he did sell it. It was a push there, though. <laughs> no, he 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 he. LeBron, you know James Harden, Pat Vitton, like Bruh. the best floppers in the league. <laughs> he sold it, but I really I still think it was a push off. Now, if he doesn't sell it, it doesn't get called. So, you know, he did a great job at selling it, but there is a push off there. Um, it, I mean, it kind of goes back to I think the Kyle Rudolph. Um, what was the last postseason? Yeah. You could have called that. A, you could have easily called that a push off. That wasn't a push off. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the when you 
when the defender is going towards the receiver and the receiver pushes off, it doesn't have to be a strong push off. Just that momentum factor is going to look worse than it really is. Uh-huh. So even if Jalen wouldn't have tried to sell it, it still would have looked bad just because of the momentum factor. But um, it was another game I can't I can't even recall. They called offensive pass friend. I think it was uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, I think it was Tampa Bay. They called uh, offensive uh, pass interference. I'm just glad. No, 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 no. It was the Browns on Thursday night. Um, they called offensive pass interference. I think on the tight end. Um, I'm just glad that you know. <laughs> Secondary is getting kind of, you know, getting getting a little bit of help, getting some love because all the rules are catered towards the offense already anyway. <laughs> and my boys don't get no love. They don't get any calls. You can't touch a guy after five yards, man. And receivers always think they're getting held. So it is what it is. That's my takeaway from week one. What a world. Um, I, stand, I stand by the uh, offensive pass interference call. Yep, yeah. We're going to get a whole lot more phantom offensive pass interference calls. In the coming weeks, uh, the Cowboys should be one and zero, but it's fine. Um, <clears throat> I, would not- I mean, they were down what three? They, they were down three. If you would have caught that, I think they were on the twenty. Yeah. And um, I don't think they had enough time to. If you would have caught, I don't think they had enough time to. Uh, they probably had like one more play, I believe. Uh-huh. One more shot at the end zone. They would try to kick a field goal, and they would play for overtime. Um, I would say, you know, Cowboys probably would have found a way to blow it anyway, but, you know, we would never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, look, they should have never found themselves in that position anyway. They should, exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so people are always like, oh, that's coach speak. It's like, no, like the play that – the play very seldomly the play that you recall, that the media recalls being the game-changing moment, is not actually the thing that loses you the game. Now, if you're Lee Evans and Billy Clendiff back-to-back – that is what causes you to lose the game, like, period. But, you know, like, that offense, like, uh, an offensive pass interference call or, you know, uh, know, perfect example, the the drop from DeAndre Swift um, that the the dime Matt Stafford threw. Yes. He lost the game with that drop. That lost the game. Period. Like, (laughs) plain and simple. Yeah. Um, Detroit was actually winning most of the game. Chicago came back. Now you're going to hear – you know, what if the Bears finish one – not the Bears, but the Lions finish one game from getting in the postseason? Yeah, which is possible. All we're going to hear is Matt Stafford doesn't make the postseason. Mm-hmm. But he made a perfect read, perfect throw. Perfect. Ricky running back just blew it. He just dropped it. And that that sucks for – not necessarily him. Hey, he's paid. <laughs> but as far as that franchise and him leading that franchise, that sucks because a week one win against a division foe – Last second, when that gives you the confidence, that's man, big time. That's um, big I was time. I was upset. I'm not even a Lions fan or a Stafford fan. Oh, I was hurt by that drop. <laughs> and because I had just, you know how one game ends and it flips over. That yeah. just happened. Yeah, and that's the only part I saw of that game. <laughs> yeah, disappointed, man. No, I mean that's big for them. And like, yeah, that like that 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 is a play that loses you a game. I'm I'm not gonna say the Cowboys. That pass interference call isn't the reason why they lost that game. They lost that game because of some decisions from Mike McCarthy's the off the offensive just lack of continuity, um, and and do, then. So, <laughs> do you think it's a matter of because um, uh, who's the OC? Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. So do you think it's a matter of him just being out of his league as a play caller, 
or is it just because I know McCarthy wanted to keep some continuity there. That's why he kept Kellen Moore on staff as far as yeah. the offense. Do you think it's okay? He's just out of his league, or McCarthy, is, or is just the Dallas same old, same old? <laughs> I think I'll be able to answer that question after tomorrow. After, after tomorrow, because I, I let's give credit to the Rams. Aaron Donald was a monster all over the field, and they, they just – I mean, I, I recall quite a few plays where they tried to run the ball, and it was, it was just not happening. <laughs> so, so there's always that element. Like, the Rams have the best interior defensive lineman, probably the best defensive player in the league. They got one of the better corners in the league, and it was week one with no preseason, with no training camp. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, on, so I'm like, all right. But you can't judge – Yeah, you can't judge in, like, one game, but at the same time – she, yes, you should wait until the quarter of the season, but it's like you only play 16 of these games, man. Like, you need to make a massive adjustment between week one and week two because you just don't have the training wheels that you had before. And people are just like, you know, um, you know, you're playing football. They're used to playing football. It's like football, it's not a sport you just wake not up like and you that. play. Not like, like you can be in tremendous shape. You don't just wake up the next day, put on pads, and play football. Like, there, there are things where you ramp up and progress to being able to play football yep. and not very uh, badly hurt yourself. Like, it ain't basketball where you can just pick up and go hoop. I'm sorry. Basketball's great. Love it. But, like, you just don't wake up and play basketball. You can't just wake up and play basketball. So, yeah. that being said, they're playing a team this weekend who they are much better than as far as offensive-defensive matchups. Now, their defense is probably going to struggle very much so against Atlanta. Wait till that Dude, I, I, looking at the matchups, both teams have the same issues. That's real. It's like it, it, it's, it's really a mirror image because solid quarterback, solid quarterback. Hmm. You know, obviously Julio Jones and Mario Cooper isn't in Julio Jones' league. But as far as you got no more receiver, no more receiver. Um, the, the Dallas Cowboys have a much better running game, but as far as the deficiencies on defense, both teams are the same. Similar, yeah. Secondary is not very good for either side. Dallas's pass rush is supposed to be a lot supposed better. Be. <laughs> you know, Atlanta Atlanta started a game last week with you know they they their pass rushers play pretty solid, so. It's a mirror image, man. It, it's going to come down. That's, that's going to be like a 38, 35 point. Oh, game. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what that's going to be. And it's going to be um, who makes a – who which defense actually makes a play at the uh-huh. end. Yeah. Or, you know, which offensive – like, I'm expecting Julio Jones to probably have a career day tomorrow, man. I wouldn't doubt it. 14 that, catches, 220 yards. Like. Literally. I'm, I'm thinking he's going to pull a, a Green Bay Packers game on, yeah. on Dallas. And like they're on turf, so yeah, um, we're gonna we're gonna really see on both sides because if Atlanta starts zero and two, it's like, well, Dan Quinn, we we gave it Bye-bye. another shot. Yeah, <laughs> we gave it another shot. You know, we brought you back, but you're probably Arthur's not gonna fire him during the season. But you know, it it the season's pretty pretty much over. Yeah, in in that division, in that conference in general. That's see your season's pretty much over. Yeah. With Dallas, McCarthy's first year, but they start on to, you know, depending on, you know, their division, because yeah. Eagles are going to struggle a little bit. You know, Washington's technically the leader in that division. You know, the Giants, Giants going to Giant. But 
Cowboys have more life because they have a new coach and because of their division struggles. Yeah. That division never sorts itself out in the first half of the season. It's always whoever gets hot, you know, games nine through 16 or nine through 17. So this is a, a telling game for both sides. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I agree with you. Uh, and we're going to circle back to, to Cowboys Falcons momentarily. Um, just the other two games to put a ball on week one that even were remotely, you know, not close. Obviously, the Ravens just destroyed Cleveland. Uh, the Bills had, you know, a pretty substantial lead over the Jets. Uh, gave that away a little bit. But that was turnovers from Josh Allen. It was like you get good Josh Allen and you got poor Josh Allen. <laughs> um, and then the Saints, the Saints-Bucks game, I think, was not as close as the scoreboard indicated. But, again, I think both of those go back to continuity. Right, Bills bring back same quarterback, same head coach, same offensive coordinator, Brian Dayball. They keep rolling, even in the midst of good cop, bad cop from their quarterback. Same with the Saints, who look, and I said this, they're going to start fast. They're going to start they five. They do every one. year. It, 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 they do. They're going to start five and one, six and one. I think they still finish nine and seven. You could take a look at that later schedule and some of the adjustments that would be made. But granted, continuity at home they came out played against a team that was just a free agent superstar madden uh group and you're not you're just not going to be able to come out and be successful and win games immediately especially with an abbreviated offseason especially with no preseason if you got a team like tampa bay it's just not gonna happen um that in week two okay yeah let's, uh, let's do jaguars I, titans <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Did anybody I, watch the watch the la, the last Monday that, night game man. between the nobody watched it Broncos and the Titans? I, I I watched I watched the first quarter of that. I did too. I was and then I was like, you know what? This is going to be those. Low, this is going to be a low scoring game. It's going to be very boring. It's you know no real star power really. Yeah. So I'm like I'm I'm about to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> We're so, getting to that. I, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch it. I think it was like a 13 to 16 game, which I don't mind, but I got to see some big plays, not just awful offense. Yeah. I don't want to see that. I want to see, you know, good defensive stops, not missing targets. And, right, right. You know, that is a completely different ball game. <laughs> like, I love a good 17 14 game, but I got to see, you know, some explosive plays by the offense. Yeah. Not yeah. just, you know, I don't want to see blown coverage or anything like that. I just want to see solid defense, you know, pretty good offense, somebody make a play at the end. <laughs> yeah, there was there was nothing of entertainment value in that game. Um, as as I probably think uh, tomorrow's Jaguars-Titans game will be, and it's like, yeah, the Jaguars are one to know. They beat the Colts. I don't think either of us were surprised they beat the Colts. We talked about this in our AFC South preview of just how slow Phillip Rivers has historically started. Uh, and why would he change anything now? So that loss really was, honestly wasn't that big of a surprise. Uh, on the flip side of that, t- Jacksonville is still pretty bad. Phillip Rivers just starts incredibly slow. Uh, and so I don't, I don't really see this had game. a good matchup week one. Yeah, a good, exactly. Um, and then also last week, Ryan Tannehill threw the ball 43 times. You're not going to win. Not, Titans will not win 43. Titans like, need – we need to rush the ball 43 times. It's like, what is going on here? Um, granted, though, they, they, they didn't really get any big plays out of all those attempts. And they got big playmakers on the outside, especially A.J. Brown. So I, I imagine this week – He's out. He'll Yeah. I mean, he's going to break out a little bit. Henry's going to have a couple rushes that he breaks open. You know, those big plays are going to happen. You know what I'm uh, saying? I'm, A.J. Brown's injured. Oh, he's out this week. Yeah, he's out this week. So oh, I shit. think he got hurt 
I didn't watch. Like you said, we neither one of us watched the game. Nah, I'm not going I think he got injured during the game, which hurt, obviously, but he's out for this week. So that's that's one less playmaker. And then, you know, the Jazz have solid pass rushers. I don't know how good their run defense is going to be. But if you slow down Henry, you don't have A.J. Brown on the outside. You know, Garner Minshew is, you know, pulling his <laughs> Fitz magic. He's decent, man. He's not, he's not bad. He's, he's not be, bad. He's going to be – he literally reminds me of Fitzpatrick. You know, the Fitzpatrick got a like big that. contract from the Jets, big contract from the Bills. He'll start you about five and two, six and, you know, six and one or whatever. Then team's going to get film on. He's going to throw a lot of interceptions. So <laughs> eventually, I think, you know, that's going to be him. They're going to get behind. They're going to have to throw the ball. But, hey, he's not bad. Yeah. Now, is he, you know, is there a reason to not – Get Trevor Lawrence, obviously not. Well, that's the problem. Is he? He's not. I don't know if he's bad enough for them to draft high enough to pick Trevor Lawrence. Like they're going to draft in the top ten. Is is who was him? Huh? Who's the who? Are, who are the worst teams? Other than the Jets, because if the Jets get the number one pick, what do they do? Oh, you got to take Trevor Lawrence. Hey, the, the Jets fans won't think that Darnold just doesn't have enough help. <laughs> I mean, I, if I'm Joe Douglas, I don't care if the fans think. I mean, like, I mean, no, I get what you say. I get what you say. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, but it's just like, you know, yes, he doesn't have the help. He doesn't have receivers. He doesn't. I don't like that offensive line. But it's like, you still haven't. You have. You still haven't shown me enough to right. where if I don't have. If like, if they pick, if they get the number one pick, let me put it to you this way. Sam Darnold is not bad enough for me to trade up and get Trevor Lawrence. So, gotcha. but if I get the number one pick, you take I'm taking Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And, and <laughs> you and I agree with, with Darnold. Yes. Everybody, literally every quarterback in that class is on a team where the front office has given that quarterback way more help than Sam Darnold. Oh, yeah. But I haven't even seen enough good in Sam Darnold to believe in if I give him weapons, he's going to do great. Yeah. I, I I haven't seen I've seen maybe two great games out of Sam Darnold. I, I don't I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it. So, you know, he had Robbie Anderson, you know, he had a I guess a, a fringe number one, really is the number two in the league, probably. You know, he's gone, but he had Le'Veon Bell, his hamstrings are literally like paper. What an awful front <laughs> office. Man. Always man, he's what always, an awful front office. And like he, he, <laughs> But look, all this, all of this predates Joe Douglas too, and it's like, yeah, more than anything. After last week, I'm convinced the Jets are the worst team in the league. Jack Jacksonville's probably 31, and um, <clears throat> like he doesn't, Joe Douglas doesn't feel any affinity to Sam Darnold. He didn't draft him. He didn't. He he didn't sign Le'Veon Bell. It's just like, all right, cool. All this stuff is here. Great. Let's clean house because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he probably wanted to fire Adam Gase too. And it's just like. Yeah. Why just, now? Hey, let me let me give you another year while, you know, my first year here. Let me give you another year because that's going to take even longer. That's going to give Sam another setback. setback. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Bell is going after this year. Whatever other veteran that they've, you know, been wanting to get rid of, he's going after this year too. So. I think it would actually behoove them to be the worst team in the league because if they end up at pick four or five, 
yeah, you get Jamar Chase or, you know, if you want to fortify your offensive line, Walker Little, whoever else, but you still got Sam Darnold. And I don't think that Darnold does not have it. I just, I haven't seen, like you and I bash Baker a lot, but Baker peaked his rookie year. But I know what my peak Baker Mayfield is already. I know yeah. what my peak Josh Allen is already. It's like, it's feast or famine. And, and when he's giving me famine, I at least, I built a defense that can, you know, withstand his famine, right? Exactly. Ravens and built a whole yeah. offense around Lamar. Like, we know what you get from these. Other, I don't know what I'm getting from good Sam Darnold. And so, okay. anyway, I'll let you know how we got here. Um, I do right. like the Titans over the Jaguars, though, regardless. <laughs> that, yeah, we, you know, it, it always turns <laughs> – how are we always give them the Jets? I don't know, man, because we see so much of their stuff. I think, because I think of, that's what it is. We, yeah. we see so much of it, and I have to bring it up. And this, <laughs> I don't want to go back and forth on Twitter, oh, so this man. is my time to speak. Exactly, man. I, I don't <laughs> got time for that. Um, however, the, the line I last checked, uh, I need to get updated once. Jaguars-Titans is minus nine. I'm not giving the Titans nine points. So minus would, nine? I'm not yeah, giving the Titans nine points. I'm not giving the Titans nine points. I would, I would, I would take Jacksonville. I'm no. taking Tennessee straight up, but yeah. uh, I'm not giving the Titans nine points. Uh, no, nine points. Yeah, that's wild, bro. The similar thing, Panthers-Bucks. Bucks, Bucks uh, <laughs> giving the Bucks nine points for their home opener. Uh, Tampa Bay looked – I think disoriented is the best word Sunday. If this was like week eight, I'd give them nine. Yes. Probably. Not this week. Just because, for one, like we both agree, Panthers aren't going to be as bad as people think. Like, they're going to be competitive. Yeah. But we, we both expect Brady, Bruce Arians, you know, Todd Bowles in that defense, they're going to get better as the season progresses. They had no offseason. And no. granted – Tom Brady isn't Jameis Winston as far as how he can throw the ball downfield, but he's going to make his throws. Mm. It's just that that chemistry between the wideouts. You saw on that first interception, Mike Evans stops. Yep. You know, it, when I saw it, I'm like, oh, that's on Evans. Yep. Even if he wouldn't have caught the ball, he would have tipped it or, you know, something. That, com- that chemistry, that communication wasn't there. Now, that out route, that was just – you can't throw from the opposite hash against Janoris Jenkins. <laughs> That was just a poor decision. But you take both of those, Saints score on both of those, you know, the game is, you know, uh, bust wide open. If that game is close during the fourth, you know, you may – it may go a different way. But, yeah, I don't think – I wouldn't take – no, minus nine, no. (laughs) Well, I got the updated updated lines, eight and a half. Still not taking that. Uh, But – They win by six, six. maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I got like I said, Tampa Bay straight up. I'm not giving, I'm not giving them that many points. It's a Carolina team that played particularly well. They were at home. Uh, they played the Raiders, who I like to be a 500 team. Um, the offense looked tenable. They surprised me. Yeah, yeah. The offense, the offense Ra- looked Raiders, good. Raiders surprised me. Raiders look good too. Um, <laughs> they look yeah, good. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm in. They're going to mess around, and you know, no, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't wait to see that uh, that spaceship open up this Monday night. Um, Bills Dolphins, I'll sort of fly through this one. Uh, actually, so you got Tampa, right? We both got Tampa. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bills Dolphins. Uh, I don't know who's clamoring to watch to watch this game. Um, 
But what did you say? I just want them to just start. Fitzpatrick needs to start terrible. He needs to play a terrible game this week, terrible game next week. And they just put two out there, man. Let's put two out there. Let us see. Let us see the work. Put him out. If he if his hip get injured, it's just meant to be. But you know, just put him out there. That's that's your guy. Just put him out there. Yeah, Buffalo's five and a half point favorite. Um, I'll take that. I'll, yeah, I'll take I'll take that. Uh, I mean, like, I don't think this is going to be a pretty game at all. And I and both of us like Miami, like the foundation they built, the roster they're building, the future they have. That being said, in week two of this season, I'm not clamoring to see them play Buffalo. Uh, I got the Bills, but um, I'm taking defense is too good. Probably Bills 24, Dolphins you know 13 or something along those lines, uh, and yep. probably a turnover fest too. While you're at it. Um, spend a little bit of time on this one. Falcons Cowboys at one o'clock Eastern. Um, I think is this technically Fox's game of the week? <laughs> it <Yeah>. probably is. <laughs> That's funny. It, well, but I mean, typically theirs is at four. But... Yeah. Well, the the doubleheaders on CBS this week, so that's probably why. Um, gotcha. So we'll get to hear Joe Buck and Troy Aikman talk about Atlanta and Dallas, which you know I think this is actually going to be a pretty good football game to watch. Four and a half is the it's is the line. Very entertaining too. Very entertaining. The over-under is 54. Take the over. Um, I think, like you said, this is a 34-30 game. Um, but who you got? Um, actually got Atlanta, man. Oh, man. Because I, I got Atlanta because I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, Matt Ryan threw for 450. It was some garbage stats, yes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Three, yeah, three receivers, three receivers over 100 yards. Julio Jones had that in the first three quarters. They don't have the Cowboys. This is the thing that the Cowboys don't have enough guys in the secondary to cover one guy. Hmm. The Falcons, Dak is going to have to spread it out just because I don't think Amari Cooper is that guy, if we're being honest. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's getting like 20, 25 mil, whatever he's getting. Um, I don't think he's that guy. Um, the problem is, I think this is how I think the game is going to go. I think uh, Atlanta would jump out early, and then the Cowboys, being the Cowboys, they're going to abandon Zeke too early. And once you abandon Zeke, he's checked out. <laughs> once you abandon that run game, yeah. you have Dak Prescott throwing forty times a game, you don't which that. you don't you, you haven't had success with that. And I, I expect him to have literally like three hundred fifty yards. Both quarterbacks, mm-hmm. but it's just going to be those timely turnovers. You know, I think Zach Martin. Zach Martin looks really, really old. That offensive line just yeah. doesn't look very good. And I think we mentioned this in our NFC South preview. Atlanta's line, you know, they're they're going to get better. They're going to keep getting better. Yeah. Um. So I think um I'll definitely I got Atlanta. What's the line, Cowboys? Minus Cowboys, four? four and a half. Four and a half? Well, I got Atlanta, so. I got Atlanta winning about, I'm thinking like 34-31, man, something like that. Yeah. But I think the Cowboys will be coming from behind to make it that 31 point, like to make it that loss by three. Mm, I see what you're saying. See what I'm saying? I, like the going in a fourth and maybe 34 24 or something like that. Uh-huh. And they eventually get a garbage touchdown at the end. 
it wouldn't surprise me if it goes the exact opposite. <laughs> just, you know, I just think Atlanta's going to pull this one out. Yeah. Yeah, I want to I want to agree with you. I just I I think the same sort of structure will happen in the game. Like Atlanta has a 34-24 lead going to the fourth. Um and then Dirk Cutter is just going to Dirk Cutter. Uh <laughs> and you know, one big play on defense. Isaiah Oliver is going to get yeah. torched by CD Lamb and you know, Dallas wins like a 37-34 game. Um I just I just trust that Dallas is going to make more, more plays in the final 5 6 minutes than Atlanta will, uh, and or the Falcons are going to make more coaching blunders than, than the Cowboys. Like, I think that's what this comes down to. I mean, the history is on your side on that. So, <laughs> uh, and yeah. That's, and that, that's the thing about both of these teams. Well, when we say they're real similar, just take a look at last year. Cowboys were 8-8. Eight and eight. They should have maybe been 12-4. and four. Oh yeah, like they they should have been twelve and four, but literally last quarter, last six six to eight minutes, you know, coaching challenges and well, not challenges, actual challenges, but you know, coaching adjustments and things like that just didn't happen. That's literally been Dan Quinn's mo since he's been in Atlanta, coaching mm-hmm. blunders, when to go on fourth and when to go with forward on fourth and one, when it's to so uh, kick there. a field goal, um, you know, when you're in your territory. When to not to miss the block, that's not on him. But when to run the ball, you know, when you're up in the Super Bowl. So the, this when I say these teams are similar, they're literally created the same. Yeah. <laughs> like simple on defense, not very good defense. Pride yourself on pass rushers so you can help your long, young secondary. Pretty good solid quarterbacks, pretty good wideouts. And the coaching holds them back. <laughs> So, you know, it's literally a coin flip on who's going to win this game, but we're, we both agree on how the game is going to go. Yeah, no, same thing. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes, if it goes either way, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to take Dallas slightly, but yeah, you're right. I mean, these teams are mirror images of each other. Um, and, and maybe, maybe Mike McCarthy needs to settle back into uh, head coaching. I mean, there, now there is some historical data that suggests he struggles in some late game decision making as well. But I don't think he struggles more than the average NFL coach struggles. And, you know, if that makes sense, like he's not yeah. a, you know, and, and I, I was big and high on McCarthy as a new head coach in Dallas, and I still am. But that's just because I think Jason Garrett was one of the bottom six seven yeah, yeah. Head coaches in the league, right? I feel you. <laughs> so, you know, McCarthy is not Bill Belichick or Kyle Shanahan or, you know, Mike Zimmer. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's middle of the pack. Uh, and I think that'll bear itself out, you know, in, in the long run. Um, but I got, I got Dallas going, winning them all. You got the Falcons. I think that's probably going to be the most entertaining game uh, of, the, of, of the weekend, though, for sure. Um, let's do rapid fire on some of these Vikings Colts. Uh, Colts are minus three over under is 48. Minus three, Colts minus three at home. Yeah, uh, 48 and a half is the line. Definitely go under there. I think this is more of a defensive slugfest. Um, this is a tough one, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Minnesota. It would not surprise me for Andy to start on two. If they start on two, I still think they're going nine and seven and winning that division. Um, but again, it's Phillip Rivers. And let's keep with his historical trends to start seasons bad. He did it last week. I think he's going to stick to it and then bounce back. He's great in November and December. 
Um, September, he's awful, and I think that continues tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the same. Vikings defense is much better. Um, he's going to turn the ball over some more, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and oh, yeah. Uh, I'm high, even though Aaron Rodgers just simply torched them. <laughs> I love the Vikings secondary. Man, that they they had a rough night. They had a rough, rough. They had a rough day. <laughs> but historically, first game of the season, first three games of the season, Aaron Rodgers is like comes out. lights out. Yep. Lights out. So um, I'm still, I got them, we're not talking about the Packers, but I still got him winning the division. I think he's going to, you know, struggle. He's going to revert back to the mean, oh, you know, sure. how he's been the past couple of years. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Vikings, man. I'm not, you know, I'm not particularly high on Colts, the uh, Colts uh, defense and secondary. I think money heist <laughs> pulls oh, it money through. Heist. <clears throat> oh, money heist. Um, Rams. Yeah, let's do Rams Eagles, which uh, this one right that's now tough. is just is a, a push. That's gonna be a good one. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. It's a push. Forty-five and a half is the is the line. Um, Vegas knows something. They expect a good game. Talk about teams that are similar. Very, very <laughs> quarterback. You know, quarterback about the, no the same draft. Same draft <laughs> came out the back same draft. I'm going with the Rams here. Um, just play high, uh, high-priced corners. The Rams just locked up their two best receivers. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I'm going with the Rams here. I know they got to travel. I know they got to go to the other side of the country. It just Philly is already, you know, the injury list is already riddled, and you just you're only going to be able to overcome that for so long in this league. Like we talk about this all the time, and it will probably be something we say. On every single episode, like the margins are just so thin. If you mm-hmm. if you continuously have that many guys who are starters on your team who miss a game here or there, or unavailable here and there, you're not going to be able to continuously overcome that. Philadelphia's done a great job of that past few years. Like going nine and seven and making the playoffs and the seasons that they have with the injuries that they've had, even winning the Super Bowl, you know, it's it's commendable. But you're just you cannot keep that up in this league. You just can't. Um and, and this might be the beginning of, like, an undoing for them. They should not have lost last week to a team that they are far superior to. Um, and now you got a team coming over, feels good about itself, is want to know. You know, you got a quarterback who I think Sean McVay has learned to adapt and sort of his limitations, and he's got an offseason. There's not enough film on that, right? Yeah. Like, Jared Goff will be figured out again uh, because he just has natural limitations. But he'll be figured out maybe week five, week six. Not yet. I got the Rams. I still think it'll be a close game, like a 21-17, but I think, I think they go – they go east and, and fly their way back uh, 2-0. and Yeah, I want to go Philly, but I'm, I'm with you. Um, the main thing with um, – the main thing with the Rams, and they said this a lot on the broadcast, that, off, that gap scheme that they're running is completely different. Mm. And last year, you know, they, they – Sean McVay still kind of does the motions and gives you the eye candy – but a lot of the zone blocking schemes they were doing last year, they were moving a lot laterally. Now, or at least for last game, they were mauling folks. <laughs> yeah. Like, they look completely different. They're mauling folks. They're driving guys forward. They look good. So, they don't expect – the Rams are just they, – they got the uh, – people around the league just start considering them as a soft team or finesse team, not a soft team. It's a difference, you know. They just got considered as a finesse team. Yeah. And, yes, they got figured out. Golf is going to get figured out. But if they keep 
progressing on that O-line and have this same style of play, I can see them starting very hot. You know, they're middle out. But if your start is good and then you can just kind of maintain at the end, it wouldn't shock me. <laughs> We're going to really see how, how good of a coach Sean McVay is because how they look, yes, it was the Cowboys and, you know, all of that. But just how they've changed, mm-hmm. how their attitude and how their style of play on defense and offensive change, I wouldn't be surprised if they're up there, you know, competing for that division title. Yeah. Because they still have the same weapons. They still have Aaron Donald. They still, you know, they got Jalen Ramsey. You know, if you're playing, if, if, if they're playing a team with a standout wideout, they're going to put Jalen Ramsey on that guy and just expect him to, you know, do, it, do what he does. And if he plays well, that's something that they haven't had. So that's something that, you know, that's going to help them going forward. If their run game is there, you can't double Woods or Cup. I don't think they're true number ones, but, you know. They got a decent wide receiver group. Yeah, exactly. They the group is good, so they don't even them they don't even hone in on one guy. So that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, if they can just simply get some production from the running game. I can see them winning. You know, they surprising some folks. Yeah, but obviously it's week one. You know, so we'll see. But I, I got them beating the Eagles too. Uh, Niners Jets. I think we can do this pretty rapid fire. <laughs> um, San Francisco is plus seven. I'm taking the over on that. I'm Four, I'm 41, 41 and a half is the over under. I don't know if I go under there because I don't see the Niners scoring a lot of points here either. Um, but I don't see this game being close either. I'm thinking like, you know, San Francisco 20, New York seven. Um, yeah, I was thinking like 24 seven. Yeah, yeah. I was really thinking 24 seven. Although. That's probably the easiest one. It's the easiest one, but. We need to look out this week, too. That Niners defense showed signs of not being as good as I think a lot of us anticipated. Maybe we just thought Javon Kinlaw replacing DeForest Buckner is just going to be this easy plug-and-play. We will see. Um, I think they lost to a team. I was, I was hesitant to say this before. I've been high on Arizona all offseason. I think they lost to a team that might actually end up winning that division. We can talk about that a little bit later. Um, but, yeah, I got the Niners. I, I, I was going to say – do you think that's an indictment on that defense or just, like you said, how good Arizona's going to be? Oh, I think that was all <laughs> how good Arizona's going to be. Because, yeah, Kyler Murray's about to be a star, man. Oh, he is. They're winning that he division. from a top three receiver with a, a great play caller. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, they went. And now I'm mad I didn't pick it before. That Well, they were my pick if, like, you know, they're always somebody who goes worst to first. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's the worst to first pick. Yeah. If if yeah. Now I thought obviously San Francisco's gonna win the division, and that still might happen. But I think Arizona squeaks into the playoffs, and people are gonna be surprised at how good they are. Um, Lions Packers. Are you are you drinking from uh, the well of, of Aaron Rodgers? Six and a half is uh, the line for Green, which is absurd. But yeah, because those games are always close, man. This is division rival. You should never have a line bigger than four and a half against a division rival. Like I don't understand what's going on here, but I will first. I'm thinking, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about that secondary. I'm taking, I'm taking Alliance straight up. Alliance. And, yeah. Um, look, he Buddy looked great last week, and he's gonna look great this week. But that defense is not very good. This is a division rival, and we're singing the praises of Detroit's offense and Matt Stafford. If everybody didn't get hurt last week, and DeAndre Swift actually catches a touchdown pass. 
Um, yeah. I think Detroit goes in there like a 35-32 and just lights up that defense and, and gets back on track. I don't think the, the Lions' defense is trash, but the offense, we talked about this in the division preview, very explosive. I think they show that this week. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, that's, I want to pick the Lions. I just don't like. Just do it, bro. <laughs> I got the Packers, man. <laughs> I, I, I got the Packers. Uh, I think um, I was thinking about the secondary. I loved uh, Alexander. I love Alexander and King for Green Bay. Um, we'll see if Preston Smith and um, Zadarius Smith, the Smith bros, will actually get some pass rush on Stafford. Um, that's what I'm expecting to happen. And Rodgers just traditionally just kills the Packers, man. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, the Lions. So, yeah, I'm going to Packers. <laughs> I'm going with the Lions, man. I hope Lions uh, win. I hope Lions win. But. Well, if Kenny Galladay plays, let me put it that Is he hurt? Uh, I think he went down with an injury towards the end last week. I like and I just got my confirmation that he is out. That being said, um, I don't know what that is. That being said, I still like the Lions. I still think the offense is uh, – I still think the offense is explosive enough for them to come out and make plays and, and get the ball moving downfield. So, um, But you're going with the Packers because you love Aaron Rodgers. It's all good, man. It's all good. Um, I'm going with the Packers, man. It's all good. Giants-Bears, I ain't spent a lot of time on this. Um, but if you want to watch this game, this might actually – I, I will not. This will be the game I refuse to watch. Like, don't even like, click on Like, I might actually watch 10 minutes of, of Buffalo or Miami. Exactly. I'm not I, watching this. I ain't watching no part of the Giants and the Bears. That being said, bro, the line is Chicago minus five and a half. I, why is Chicago being given almost six points against any team in the National Football yeah, League? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. They shouldn't have won last week. <laughs> they shouldn't have won. Honestly, I'm taking the Giants straight up. I was about to say, I'm spread. taking the Giants too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm, 20 taking, I'm taking the Giants. Listen, I watched that Monday Night Football game. Giants, that game could have went the other way. They look good, bro. If, if, you, if you go back to it, you know, that that uh that Daniel Jones interception, he was throwing it away. He just bad. threw it away too. He, he threw it away too late. It got yeah. tipped. Yeah. They score on that drive. I think it's a one possession game mm-hmm. at that point. Um, I think because people are praising and you know, I hate the Steelers, but I give them credit when credit is due. People oh, yeah. are praising Big Ben. I didn't think he looked great. He didn't. You know, he just – he, the Giants' offense put them in great uh, positions a lot of the times. So, he didn't have to drive the field as much. He had some short fields. Uh, Juju, you know, I, I saw a tweet with Eric Ebron and said, okay, now they don't have to co- uh, double cover Juju. Like, Ebron, you're not that guy, bro. Right. Not, like, it, otherwise, you wouldn't have gotten let go so quick. Settle down. Bro. Your first-round pick. I think you're number 12 <laughs> overall pick. Yeah, he was a high pick. Yeah, so, like, you're, you're not – like, nobody's doubling. No, they're going to put – if teams are adequate, they're going to put one safety on you and, you know, you're good. And Juju is still – he had his best year when, you know, A.B. was there. Uh, and, you know, he's been solid ever since. So, I don't think – that. like I said, that game could have went the other way. Saquon is not going to go for nine yards again. No. You know, that Pittsburgh defense was playing lights out. He's not going for nine yards. I don't care if Chicago's defense is pretty good as well, but, you know, we're, we're on the same page. I got the Giants. 
Yeah, yeah. Giants over Bears. And I probably won't ever pick the Giants again this season, but <laughs> I, I mean neither. But I, I tomorrow it. is just too obvious to me, I think. Yeah. Um Broncos Steelers. This is, Where is uh, it? it's in Pittsburgh. So this this is just uh right the the line is seven and a half for Pittsburgh. I'm actually gonna take that line. I don't think Denver is that bad, but the tremendously short rest going up against a team with an elite defense. I think Denver starts to pick – Yeah, man. They're going to start to pick things up a little bit, but I think tomorrow might get rough for them. I got Pittsburgh like a, you know, 34-19 type thing. I think the circumstance – this is a schedule loss. It's a schedule blowout loss for Denver, I think. No no Von Miller, you know, that's going to hurt. So, yeah, that's – I agree. I agree. But we, we were going to really see how good Pittsburgh is because because of the schedule, because of when this game is, they should blow these guys out. Oh, yeah. So we're going to see, okay, they're going to, you know, how did, how is this offense really clicking? Yeah, I mean, they, they, they look, they came away with a win Monday night, but like all the things you said, I mean, that game could have gone either way against an inferior opponent. And like the biggest thing I want to see is what is what you mentioned is we well, saw Ben move around a little bit Monday night. He looked he okay. He, he uh, exactly. When the, when the hits start coming, like Ben is a terrible person, terrible human being, whatever. <laughs> but I still don't. I don't wish injury on any any player. Right. He's going to get injured. <laughs> He's going to get injured, whether it's a knee, you know, um, a defender is about to sack him. You know, and he tears his rotator cuff, or it's mm-hmm. something like that is going to happen, or he's going to have a sprained meniscus because he's just an older quarterback. He's going to miss a few games or the rest of the season, and it's going to be the same old, same old. So but, you're going to rely on. I think they, I think they actually released Duck Hodges, but you're going to rely on whoever the second or third string quarterback is. Oh, and, it's the guy from Tennessee, Josh Dobbs, I think. I think they got him back, so they released. I think they originally released Dobbs or went to the practice squad and now he got called back up or something like that. But come on, Josh Dobbs, I don't care how good that defense is. He's just not that guy, bro. <laughs> He's not <laughs> no, that guy to lead offense. Yeah, no, and, and but I, I think the biggest thing, it is good for a squad like Pittsburgh to start fast and to win these games, though, because you are going to have a game or two, maybe even three, where Ben is not going to be able to play. And so more than, I think, other – teams who are you know second tier contenders behind your Kansas City Baltimore's whatever else like they need to win games they're supposed to win and to their credit they did that last week and I think they'll do that this week too um and that's that's big for them to sort of stay in the hunt because Baltimore's going to win a crap ton of games I think Pittsburgh has the opportunity to win a crap ton of games too uh by the way Mason Rudolph is still their backup quarterback then Josh Stobbs is their third string guy um gotcha, gotcha. but yeah I'm expecting you know what yeah, I knew uh I knew I think they they released Dobbs and then he came back and then they released Hodges. Either way, nobody other than Ben is gonna win them games. Yeah. And I think it's a matter of we why well, we think when you're comparing Ben and Tom, you you don't like you forget that Tom Brady is older than Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. I do at least just because of how they move like Tom Brady still he doesn't he's not a running quarterback but I'm just saying moving in the pocket he still moves well mm-hmm. and we don't consider him old we consider Ben Roethlisberger old because he's always getting injured he's always yeah. missing time it's always so it, it's going to be a stretch middle or late in the season where 
Ben's just not going to have it. He's going to have mm-hmm. that Jacksonville game of three years ago where he throws five interceptions. He's just going to have that game because his body is deteriorating. Yeah. And that's that's the problem with aging quarterbacks. And that's why I'm not, you know, we're not we, – we talked about we were high on Indy at first. We kind of forgot about Pittsburgh. <laughs> like, I'm high on Pittsburgh to win, you know, 11 or 12 games. But I just think – because of the age of, you know, that defense is young, but because of the age of the quarterback, you know, the offensive line, later on in the season, they're just going to start wearing down. Yeah. But, you know, I have them in this game just because it's a tough matchup for Bron- the Broncos, that young team, that young offense in week two. Yeah, man. It's almost unfair to them, to be honest, they have to play that game as late as they did. Um, and then try to come back <laughs> and play a defense like this on the other side of the country. Yep. Um, speaking of cross-country road trips, the Washington football team goes to Arizona tomorrow. Yeah. I'm actually kind of interested in this game just because I, yeah, I think Kyler Murray will end this year as a superstar with his first playoff debut. However, Arizona is a seven-point favorite. I'm not going that far. I like Arizona to win this game. I like them to make the playoffs. I like Kyler Murray to get a handful of MVP votes. But them being an entire touchdown favorite over anybody I think is a little too much right now, especially a team coached by Ron Rivera. They got the Cardinals winning outright, but I got maybe a four or five point win, not a not a seven plus point win. I think I'll take that seven just because of Yeah. I think so, just because cross country, young quarterback, you know, I'm not we're neither one of us is a real believer of Dwayne Haskins. No. Um a child in cross country, <laughs> you're gonna expect him to make plays, especially if they fall behind. Um, I think he I think he'll turn the ball over a few times. Yeah, I, I'll take that. I got Cardinals like by by ten, man. Man, you going all yeah, I got them by. I don't think Washington. First of all, I don't think Washington's very good. Yeah, Ron Rivera is a good coach, but I'm not a believer of anybody on that offense. <laughs> yeah. No, me neither. I mean, I've got. I mean, granted, like my score is thirty to twenty four. So, yeah. you know, I don't think it's a three point game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, regardless, I think the Cardinals win this one, and, and they'll be off the 2-0, and everybody will be talking about them next week, which yep, – Yep, yep, they first. should. Um, rapid fire, Chiefs-Chargers, eight-and-a-half points uh, to Kansas City. It's a division game. Again, I'm, I'm not I'm not doing the – I'm not doing eight-and-a-half. Six-and-a-half. Six, six, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for six points, six-and-a-half, I would go with that. Um, I just – it's very hard to beat a division rival by – more than uh by more than six or seven points i need to do some math to figure out what that actually looks like but anyway i'm taking kansas city probably along the lines of like a you know a 24 17 type thing i don't think it's a blowout i don't think we get a lot of points here either though i think the defenses i think both defenses are going to play relatively well um but i think kansas city gets out of there because they got pat Mahomes and the Chargers don't yeah i'm not taking eight and a half uh but i think chiefs do win it's a we got to take a look about look back at, you know, Chargers Bengals. Chargers only beat Bengals by 3 points. Yeah. That's a good that, game. Bengals offense of line, offense line sucks. Oh, it's Their awful. Sucks. So, Tyrod Taylor, you might not be a starter soon, bro. <laughs> you're not you might not be a starter for long. That's the Herbert. You know, if you continue <laughs> Like if, if if they go on to lose and and I haven't watched um or I haven't looked at their schedule, uh, Carolina next week, week. Carolina next week. So it it just depends on the schedule. But 
You shouldn't be beating the Bengals by only three points. Let me give you this. They got Kansas City, Carolina, at Tampa, at New Orleans. But then after New Orleans is when you give Justin Herbert, I think. It's not the bye week, but you got Jets at Dolphins, Jaguars, Raiders at Broncos. Gotcha. So they got a nice schedule. They got a nice schedule. If they can get through this first quarter, this first quarter is brutal. But yeah. they can get past the Saints after past that Saints game, you know, at least one game under 500. I don't know. Maybe they got some hope. Yeah, they, that, that offense shouldn't only be scoring 16 points against the No, Bengals. it's too much talent. So, yeah, Chiefs, Chiefs win. Um, you know, the defense, I'm expecting, you know, Chiefs aren't scoring more than 24 points, I don't believe. No. I, I agree. I agree. Defense is too good. They still win by touchdown, I think, to me. But, yeah, um, yeah that's a lot of points for them. Uh, Ravens, Texans. I mean, I don't even think this is a homer pick. I got Baltimore. Yeah, I got pretty, Baltimore. Pretty What's big. the line? The line is seven. Ravens See, are seven-point favorite. It should be eight and a half, nine and a half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think this one's close at all. I'm thinking like a 41 to 25 type game. Literally. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean. Ravens don't need this, man. <laughs> they don't, they don't that's, need this early. <laughs> exactly. I mean, this, this, uh, this was part of what was the problem last year. Like, look, the schedule changes a little bit in the middle of the season. Now, their last three games are – Cakewalks, I think there's Jacksonville, Cincinnati, and and the Giants. But we talk about well, that's that later. cool for the last three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't think this game is close. We saw the continuity and just the, you know, just they were just clicking on all cylinders last week against an inferior opponent. Mm-hmm. I think Deshaun will score some points, obviously, but that the Houston defense is just not, uh, it's not very good. They've had more not time good, to prepare. Man. So, but when you got more time to prepare your Bill O'Brien, it really doesn't matter. Um, you can't prepare for – it's the thing what makes – like you said, this is just not – it's not just a homer pick or, you know, homer analysis. With the improvement of Lamar's talent as far as his arm talent, seeing the field process and things like that, when he just doesn't have it going through the air, uh-huh. still the fastest – still he's the fast, one of the fastest guys in the league. And he's oh, yeah. going to evade – like they can literally change their entire game plan in the middle of the game. Yep. If we just don't have it, then we're just going to play at, uh, we're going to roll out Lamar. We're going to run heavy. Um, you know, we're going to still always find Mark Andrews if we need a third and six. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's their mindset. So that, I mean, that, that's the reason why this team is so dangerous. And it's completely different from how dangerous the chiefs are, but it's equally as dangerous. Equally as, yep, exactly. So, but yeah, with the Texans, man, they don't they don't have enough on offense or they don't have enough on defense, period. And Baltimore doesn't have to own in on one guy on offense. Cause yeah. you know, you're not even making it hard for them because they don't have a true number one receiver. I say, where they don't are have your weapons? Cover anybody. Yeah. Yeah. They just play straight up defense. Good luck. Here you go. <laughs> exactly. Good luck. <laughs> um, the only thing, the only the only thing. Again, I got Baltimore like 41-24. The only thing I think that could probably rattle, not rattle, the thing that could make both games closer, Chiefs, Chargers, and um, Ravens, Texans, is if Baltimore or Kansas City is looking towards next week. So we get Chiefs, Ravens next Monday night. Um, and, and So, so they're going to pull the Clippers? <laughs> I don't know if they'll pull it. Uh, nah, you can't pull the Clippers uh, in, in the second week of the regulars. That's, that's playoff choking. Um, but if, if, if either team, which is human nature, right? If either yeah, team is, is, is looking forward, then, you know, that, that may 
you know, make the make both games a little bit closer than maybe they should. I need be. Baltimore to win next week, man. But oh yeah, we don't spend a lot of time on that one. Um, win next week, you can lose to the Washington football team the following week. That can be your <laughs> letdown. <laughs> no, I think both those teams. The DMV letdown, <laughs> man. But no, I think both those teams are clicking. I think um, Baltimore yeah. steamrolls Houston. Uh, last two, Patriots Seahawks Sunday night. It's an intriguing matchup. Cam Newton, it, Russell Wilson. It is. I've been going back and forth. So going back and forth. Um, I, I don't know who got this one. I, I, I've been going back and forth simply because Russell, obviously Russell Wilson is great. Uh, Russell is great. Um, DK Metcalf is going to be a superstar. Like, oh yeah. I, I I tweeted, I tweeted this last week. If when if and when you know he develops his route tree because he's kind of you know hitch break a tackle, gets 10 more yards, slant, or go. Right now, that's all he is. But expanding his route tree, like, he can be a Julio clone. Oh, yeah. Like, literally, because Julio, that's all Julio did when he first entered the league. That's it. <laughs> and that's all he had to do at Alabama. You know, then became Omari Cooper, Calvin Ridley. You know, Alabama started getting these true route runners or actually developing these guys uh, in college. But – DK Metcalf is a, a superstar. You can't really double him because they, they still have Tyler Lockett in the slot. Um, Russell Wilson is going to be magical. You know, I don't care. Bill Bel- Belichick is probably going to have, what, Gilmore on DK? You know, probably. I don't know. Has, has, I think Gilmore typically travels. But if he sees him as, you know, that's the threat, they're probably going to try to eliminate him with, uh, with Gilmore. Cool. Can the can the Seahawks run the ball? Because you, Bill's just not going to let you throw for three fifty. You know it's going to be hard. You're going to have to uh, run the ball as well. I'm looking on the other side with Cam. Cam didn't have to pass the ball as much, but I would imagine he would have to uh, more this week. They're mm-hmm. not just going to let him, you know, you know, run for seventy five yards and two scores again, or like he did in week one. Um, you're gonna you're gonna see, you know. Okay, does Josh McDaniels, does Bill Belichick, uh, Bill Belichick trust Cam uh, enough to expand the offense and have him throw the ball? What what 25 times I would say, at least 25. You gotta run. You gotta pass the ball 25 times to beat a good team, or not even a good team, just a good quarterback on the other side of the ball who's gonna throw it for 30 times. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be a good test for Cam and um, that Patriots team. I think I'm going. What's the line? I think the line is four and a half. Four and a half, Seattle. Four to Seattle. Four to Seattle. Yeah. I I probably take the under on that. Two good head, two good coaches. Yeah, I would too. I take I take Seattle by three. I'm gonna go the opposite. I got. I'm gonna go New England by three. New England um, by three. And and the reason why is obviously I like Seattle as a team. Love Russell Wilson. Think he's. I mean, if I had to pick a quarterback, I would pick Russell Wilson over Pat Mahomes. I know people think I'm crazy. Part of that is offense, and part of that is why I'm picking New England in this game. Is that <clears throat> I think the Patriots are committed to having the slowest pace of offense in the league. With Cam Newton, <laughs> shorten games, yeah. pound the rock, pound it with him, rely on that incredible defense, get back to the playoffs. They did that to perfection last week. And I think Seattle will fall into the trap of playing that slow pace and running the ball too much instead of letting Russell throw 50 times a game. 
and and maybe right. they'll do maybe they'll adjust later on in the year and sort of like look they they got Russell Wilson man they should just go like you know four wide set just all the time four wide set no huddle and like and just go like like why why are go. we doing why why do they create, run the offense they run create this college style offense for him let him throw the ball and throw the ball. Let them throw the ball. Obviously, get your carries to your running backs just because you got to keep the defense honest. But give, like, it's no longer the Legion of Boom beast mode days. Those are long gone. Let him throw the rock, man. Let Russ cook. Uh, and my fear is they won't let him cook tomorrow. So I got New England. That wouldn't by, surprise me. I got New England by three. Pete Carroll does that, man. Yeah, yeah. They, they. Who's their OC? Schottenheimer? Yeah. Is it Schottenheimer? It's not. I, I forgot who it was. I forget his name. Um, but whoever it is, he's very conservative. Whoever he is, I don't like him, and he won't let oh, Russ cook. Oh, exactly. Uh, exactly. And so, <laughs> you let Russ cook, they'll be a much better position, and it is Brian Schottenheimer. It uh, is Brian Schottenheimer. And that's why. They're no good. <laughs> then that's why they're going to lose tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, dude, just let him Like, let him do what he does. Let if him you lose, go, man. If you lose, go out, go out swinging with him. Let him lose. I look, man, if I was owner, oh, I'm like, look, man, every Russell needs to throw the ball 40 times every single game. Or 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 else. Like Pat Mahomes doing it. I, and I don't care if that's screens. Right. I don't care. 40 attempts. Screens, quick outs, like quick slants. Attempts. Michael Thomas it up to DK Metcalf. I don't care what you got to do. But Russell's throwing the ball 40 times a game. Even if I'm just getting, like, my running backs out in space. Like, my run play, screen. You know what I mean? Like, but I, I need Russ, to, have, I need Russ to, to throw the ball 40 times. I just do. Exactly. They would be darn near unstoppable if they let Russ play the way Andy Reid and enemy let Pat Mahomes play. Yes. Come from a skill set perspective, and this is why I say Russ is the best quarterback in the league, and I don't care what people think. They are the same. If not, Russ is a little bit better because he does a better job to me at avoiding hits. But uh, they just don't let him out. They don't let they don't let him loose the same way. They don't. They um, not like they should. And that's unfortunate. Not like they should. Um, Even the Ravens have just hey man, you've gotten better as a passer. We're gonna let you pass the ball. We're not yep. afraid to let you pass the ball. Yep. <laughs> so hey, what a shame. What a- <laughs> That's what happens when you got Schottenheimers. Um, last game of the week, Saints Raiders. Saints are five and a half point favorite at the opening of the uh, the spaceship out there, Allegiant Stadium. Sucks that all these buildings are being opened up with no fan. Actually, it doesn't suck because they're paid for with taxpayer dollars. Well, this one was exactly. not the one in Inglewood, so you know they could have fans. It's cool, but anyway. <laughs> uh, again, I don't think the Saints do better than nine and seven this year. But fast start, the Raiders. Good fast start. The Raiders looked better than I thought they would last week. However, I do still want to keep in mind it was Carolina. Uh, and even though Michael Thomas is out, I just – I think that offense in New Orleans is still somewhat explosive. They're going to be able to get out in space. Um, I got the Saints. I don't know if I take five and a half. I'm thinking more so along the lines of like a, you know, a 24-20 type game. <clears throat> but I think the Saints got it over to win. I'm going with the Raiders, man. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> and, and and because if you look at the number, like I'm I'm still looking at the way that game was won by New Orleans last week. Um, that was like the Giants and um the Giants and Pittsburgh game. I feel like that game could have went 
any other way. It's like two yeah. or three calls where it was like the game turned just like that. Yeah. All right. It's it was it was over in what was that second or early third. Once those plays just or those consecutive drives just went, you know, New Orleans way. I think, like you said, yes, it was Carolina, but Breeze Breeze didn't look great. And his number one slant guy, Michael Thomas, isn't going to be there. So now you can't force feed it to anybody. So the Raiders don't have to, you know, kind of target one guy. Uh-huh. They still have Josh Jacobs. Um, I think that running game, I think Tampa Bay should have kept with the running game. They, uh-huh. they abandoned it too quick because they were getting some yards. Uh, Josh Jacobs ran for 133 yards. He had a hat trick for th- uh, with three touchdowns. Panthers' front seven isn't that bad. It's not. It's not that bad. It's you know, actually pretty good. It's pretty good. Their front seven might be either on par or, you know, might be a little bit better than New Orleans. So I think primarily they're going to run the ball. And then that, that plays into Derek Carr's favor. Obviously, he can, you know, play action, uh, play action pass. He doesn't have to throw the ball 30 times. Uh-huh. And it's their first home game, even though there's no fans. It's a different feeling. There's still something about Yeah, I mean, you're still going to see teams with, like, much better home records than road records. Yep, just- yep. Just a different feeling. They're not traveling, you know, um, uh, things like that. And New Orleans isn't cross-country, cross-country, but it's still cross-country. It's a hike, man. That's like <laughs> yeah, a three-hour yeah, yeah. flight still. That's a hike. And, like, I'm looking at some of the highlights right here. Tampa mm-hmm. – Temple was coming back, or Temple was being down by uh, one or two possessions, and they had a blown coverage, and something else happened after that, and then just blew the game away. So I, I got the Raiders, <laughs> close game, uh, close game, but because they're home, because I think um, Derek Carr and that offense won't abandon the run. They have Josh Jacobs. You know, he's on a hot streak. I, I think they're going to win, man. Hmm. I support I think that. They're even though their rush defense was awful, it was against yeah. Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not counting anybody's C-Mac totals against him. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm not. And Camaro, even though he had two touchdowns, but you know the Saints are the best screen team in the league. Oh, yeah. Like they're gonna find creative ways to get that guy the ball in space. But as far as rushing the ball, he didn't look great. Yeah. But they're gonna get him the ball in space, and he's gonna do what he does. Yeah, that's my – I think what – that's my – I guess – Upset special? That's my upset special. I mean, obviously, it wouldn't surprise me if the Saints win. They're a better team. Right. But, you know, just – it's all about matchups. It's all about when teams play one another. So, all those things go into account. Yeah. No, no, I'm with it. I'm with it. I would love for the Raiders to win their first game at the new stadium against a team I don't like. Go Raiders. Hard to play bad. Hard play pretty well. (laughs) Even though the Saints secondary is, is better than, you know, Carolina's. Yeah, no, it's got a lot of intriguing matchups this week. Um, to close this out, Thursday night, that, that next Thursday night game. You ready? Dolphins, Jaguars, who you got? God. <laughs> the whole world Dolphins is watching. Dolphins and Jaguars. Um, I'm going with Jazz, man. I'm going yeah. Jazz. They already got it. I mean, both quarterbacks are, you know, in year two with their team. Minshew's just better than a quarterback right now than Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I think uh, their pass rush is better. Um, hopefully we'll be seeing Tua soon. So 
I'm kind of hoping that, you know, they keep getting demolished. They need to have like three <laughs> or four straight bad weeks. Just so we can put Tua out there, man. Burrow getting the love. I want to see if Tua can match it. Yeah. Deservingly so, because Burrow has been playing pretty good. He's on fire. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jacksonville here. Um, well, for, if for no other. Jacksonville this week, that would be a 3 and 0 start, right? That would be uh, – you picked Jacksonville, yeah, over the Titans. So I did. Yeah. That would be 3-0 and for the Jags, man. Yeah, man. Look, and then the bottom will fall out. But um, – <laughs> Yeah, I'll go at Jacksonville for those reasons, but then also for no other, they're at home on a Thursday night, which is just a big, uh, big advantage. Um, I'll 22 for this week, man. Y'all check us out next week. We'll be back. Previews uh, week three as well as reviewing week two action. Uh, if you like the pod, make sure you follow, subscribe uh, at, what is it called? Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever. <laughs> um, and share it. Share it with your friends. Trying to, trying to really uh, build out this audience here. Appreciate y'all. Kelly, best of luck, man. I know you got to win this Friday night. Got the win, man. Hey, <laughs> I meant to say this at the beginning. The Osborne Cardinals, they snapped a 33-game losing streak. Oh, wow. That's what's up. Yep, they beat. Yep, I think they played – you know, I'm not even going to try to guess. I looked at it, but I don't want to disrespect any programs, so I'm not going to guess that. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I don't want people coming at me. But they did win, and they won pretty handily. That's what's up. So, yeah, man. They they snapped a 33 game winning streak. Um, we won. We're two and one. So we have um, you know, another game this Friday. So we'll see, man. It, it, it's looking pretty good, but we just gotta keep it up. Uh keep grinding. The wheels keep turning. Yep. And <laughs> right, we'll see y'all next week now. <laughs>